I think for most people, if it's never happened to them before, they don't know where to start. They feel kind of ashamed and embarrassed that it has, that has happened, and coming in to a branch and speaking with someone can be oftentimes difficult. And it's important to, you know, set that member at ease and let them know that we're truly here to help them uh, through this difficult time and going over uh, all the options we have to assist them and to get them out of the situation that they're currently in. Welcome to the Community Conversation Podcast presented by Community America Credit Union. We have a compelling and impactful story to tell, and our goal with these conversations will never be to sell you something. We would rather have an important discussion with our very talented employees, leaders, members, community partners, and experts from a variety of industries and causes to help educate and inform you. Stay tuned at the end of the podcast for some important disclosures. Welcome back to another episode of the Community Conversation Podcast presented by Community America Credit Union. I'm your host again today, Justin Rickliffs, partner of Community America Credit Union. I'm joined today again by Anjana Paul and Jamal Evans. For those of us who, uh, those of you who haven't heard the first episode, maybe let's, uh, let's do some quick intros and then jump back in for our topic today. Anjana? Sure. Um, I'm Anjana Paul. I work at Community America. Um, I'm a product delivery manager in the Innovation Lab, and that's where we create and also help other um, departments within Community America um, new products and services that have the member in mind. I love it. Jamal. I am Jamal Evans, and I am the branch manager of our Shawnee Station location, and uh, we are member-facing, so we are at the branch, and we're there to help members every day with whatever financial needs they may have. That's great. Well, welcome back for the second round together. Uh, the, the the first conversation was so impactful and powerful that they that, that we wanted to extend it and continue. So, last time we discussed building your credit as a young adult. This conversation we're going to focus on rebuilding your credit. So uh, we've all had those financial mishaps, missteps, life circumstances that have been tough, and 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 potentially our credit scores aren't always as high as we'd like them to be. So the flip side of our uh, last conversation, but let's focus today on what it looks like to rebuild your credit. It's certainly at times can be tougher than starting from scratch, but again, we're, we're attempting to show lenders and credit card issuers that despite some of these slip, up, slip ups or um, some of these you know, life circumstances that, that we may or may not have had anything to do with, we're, we're, we're gonna get back on the path to, to rebuild our credit. So um, let's, let's set the stage real quick, and then we'll just jump right in. So while we won't always be able to instantly delete these negative items or make them, you know, vanish or go away entirely, there are practical steps to rebuild a more positive credit history starting today, no matter the age, no matter the circumstances, no matter what we've gone through, and, and, and get us back on the right track and improving our credit going forward. So today we'll outline some specific tips and, and walk through a conversation that will be very practical and helpful. So let's do it. How do you all feel? Feeling good. Awesome. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Um, so let's, let's start with maybe some of the when those mishaps and mistakes and life experiences and, and tough breaks happen. What are some of the common emotions, experiences that folks or uh, members are feeling or, or just people in general 
um, that, you know, kind of st- sets the stage for, for this conversation. Okay, so it's, well, most people, like you said, life happens. And uh, I think for most people, if it's never happened to them before, they don't know where to start. They feel kind of ashamed and embarrassed that it has has happened. And coming in to a branch and speaking with someone can be oftentimes difficult. And it's important to, you know, set that member at ease and let them know that we're truly here to help them uh, through this difficult time and going over uh, all the options we have to assist them and to get them out of the situation that they're currently in. I imagine that, you know, again, even speaking from my own experience, when, when, when you go through something like that financially in your life, it, the, the tendency is to be like, oh, man, nobody else has made this huge mistake or nobody else has been. And so, there's, like you said, there's probably lots of guilt and shame and just like this, this instinct to um, not think, you know, that we're that, not think that it, that others are experiencing the same thing or have experienced. So again, speaking maybe even from my own personal experience, when you make those mistakes or some of those tough life circumstances happen, especially financially, it it's pretty common and typical to, like Jamal mentioned, feel ashamed, feel guilty, feel like, oh man, I, no no one no one else has done something so crazy or bad or whatever. Um, how in, in your experience here, how have you seen your team and the, the, the credit union help members through some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, mistakes happen to even the best of us. So first of all, I wouldn't feel guilty or ashamed about what's happened. And, you know, there, there are ways that you can help um, get yourself back on track. Um, you just kind of have to look at it from the point of view okay, of like, what can I do to get myself back on track in a good way to do that is to come into a Community America branch and sit down um, and have someone like Jamal, you know, review your financial situation with you um, and, you know, talk about the things that could potentially help, um, you know, rebuild your credit. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad you mentioned Jamal's experience in the, in the branch with members. Uh, The, the story that often is told, especially in that, like, 3 a.m. panic, you know, when you wake up and you're stressed out and you're, you feel anxious um, about the mistake or, or, or the life circumstance. Um, how, how is that in reality lots of times in terms of some of the conversations you have with members in the branch, Jamal? Uh, you know, it happens pretty often. And 2020 was a tough year for, mm. for a lot of folks financially. Uh, Community America has stepped up and helped you know, a lot of members with their financial needs, uh, whether it be, you know, deferring loan payments or, you know, helping them with emergency loans to, 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 to make ends meet. Uh, I've seen a lot of members come into the branch who were absolutely devastated financially uh, during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. I, one member comes to mind, they came in and they were pretty much at, at wit's end. They had no idea what to do. Actually, they were not members, they were referred to us by a friend. And they came in with stacks of papers and the, the husband had a, uh, he was self-employed and his business tanked and she was the only one working at the time. So they came in with stacks of bills and all this stuff, uh, wanting to know what we can do to help them. And she, the first thing she said, we already went to our bank and there's nothing they can do for us. You, you know, we, we referred to you, so we want to see what you can do to help us out. So. We went ahead and sat down with the members, 
We got all their papers out. Okay, tell me what, what's going on. We went over all their loans, the credit cards, their bills, and here's what we can do. Went ahead and pulled a credit card, a credit application, just to see where the credit was and see what we can do to help. And we ended up consolidating $20,000 in unsecured debt. Uh, they had a vehicle that they had financed with uh, another lender, and we went ahead and refinanced that at a lower rate and pulled out the extra equity because they had a lot of equity in the vehicle, pulled out the equity that they had to help them just have money to, to pay bills and to, to live on until he was able to find a job. Mm. And they, they the guy literally told me that I was a superhero of some miracle work, and I was like, no, it's just a part of my job. This is what we do every day to help members. Mm. So... Uh, that story still sticks with, stick with me till this day because the impact I made on their life was so so huge for them because they were completely lost before they came in. So no matter what situation you have, I, I always want to say this, don't feel embarrassed to ask for help because if you don't ask, you don't know what can be done to help you. That's a powerful story, Jamal. Thanks for sharing. The reality seems like is oftentimes the ability to be more positive and, encu- and encouraging and helpful than maybe with the, f- the fear and the, the shame and the embarrassment that they've got in their head. And, and just, as you mentioned, going to talk, have somebody to help you, have somebody else see that there's a, there's a way forward potentially. That's awesome. Um, as, as we think about the practicalities of you know, rebuilding your credit if you've, if you've hit a tough patch or when you've hit a tough patch, um, what are some of the components, Anjana, maybe we'll start with you, that are on your credit report? So when, when you're kind of looking at the reality of it, having you know someone like Jamal helping you through a tough spot, what are those components on the credit report? So some things that people might not know about is, for instance, medical connect collections. They actually will show up on your credit report and have a negative impact on you. Um, any accounts that you've had charged off will show up as well, um, and those also impact you negatively. What do you mean by what do What do you mean by that? Expand expand on the charge off piece a little bit. So, say for instance, um, you uh, took out a store credit card um, and racked it up to get you know some clothes um, at some point in time when you were in, in your younger days, and you just forgot to pay it. Um, and just left it alone, and eventually that amount that you owe would go in to this charge-off status. Got it, got it. Yeah, that's great. Um, what, what, what are some other ways that maybe impact the credit score negatively? Um, definitely not paying your bills on time. Um, those um, late past due payments are also put on your credit report. Yeah, yeah. Jamal, anything you'd add to maybe pieces that would impact your credit score negatively? Uh, like Anjana said, getting reported to collections, not making your payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so typically, a lender will not report you if you're, there's a few days past due on your payments. It's when you hit that 30-day mark and the 45-day mark and go on. That's what shows up on the credit report. So it can show you were late once 30 days. It shows that you were late 60 days and it was 90 days because that's how it's broken down on the credit report when the lender pulls your credit. So it's important to uh, not have, not be late on payments because it, it will be, it will show a negative impact on your credit. Medical collections is a very common one that we find on credit reports. Uh, it seems like everyone has a medical collection and it's not due to the fact that the person didn't want to pay their hospital bill. 
this stuff happens. Personally, I had one one time uh, that my bill was sent to the wrong address, and then I got a letter from a collection agency, and I was like, no, I'm not paying this. I'm going to call the hospital and see as to why I didn't receive the bill. And they uh, read the address they had on my account, and it was wrong. So these things can be addressed, or if caught early enough, you can call that per- that collector or that ho- that lender or whoever and, and come up with some kind of resolution to, to make that payment and have that negative information removed if, in fact, it was a re- reported in error. Uh, cell phone bills, people think that, oh, I'm not going to pay my cell phone bill this month or I'm just going to go to another carrier. <laughs> those, those, those cell phone providers will report you to collections. Mm-hmm. So don't think just by, uh, I don't like this, this provider, I'm going to go to this one and not pay my bill. It will follow you. It will haunt you. Uh, insurance, uh, as auto insurance, if you lapse on your premium and you don't pay your bill, uh, they can report you. So it's a, it's a number of things that report each month. It's just being responsible, making your payments on time. And if you do hit some financial difficulty, contacting those, those individuals and say, hey, I need, to, I need help right now. I can't make these payments. What can you do to help me? Yeah, when you, and when you're in that tough spot, all of those feel like they compound and make this overwhelming mess, right? So snowball, yeah, snowballs in a in the wrong direction. Snowballs <laughs> back down the hill instead of over the hill. Yeah. Um, and so that feeling of overwhelm is there a? Do you recommend folks? Is there a good place to start just to kind of grab the reality of the situation? What is our credit score now? Do, would you recommend them? You know, I know there's there's different scores by source, so maybe it's a Credit Karma or annual credit report. What is a reliable source when you're in that kind of tough situation and, and the snowball feels like it's overwhelming? Where, where would you recommend folks go to just to start to get a baseline and get get some reality of how to move forward? Uh, well, I would recommend uh, going directly to the uh, credit bureaus first. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, companies out there that say, oh, we can give you a credit score as little as, you know, a minute. More often times than none, those are not very accurate. From my uh, personal experience, a member can walk in and we talk about credit and different stuff along those lines uh, before moving forward with an application. And they say, oh, so-and-so said my credit score is 780. And I'm like, oh, where did you get that from? And I'm not very optimistic that that score is going to be the score I pull today, but we'll see what we pull. So it's important to to, to, to use a reliable source, in, in my words, uh, you can go to TransUnion and get your credit report, uh, get your credit score or annual credit report to get your uh, actual credit report for free once a year. So I would recommend going to something more, more a little bit more reliable than the run-of-the-mill app that you see advertised on TV sometimes. <laughs> That's great. Um, and then when when you, again, maybe you go to TransUnion or annualcreditreport.com, um, something reliable to, to use your language, which I love, when they see that number, what, what are some benchmarks in terms of what, what is a good score? What's a favorable score? Like, how do they start to understand what they're looking at? Say a good score is generally something that's going to be above 600. That's going to be more favor- favorable towards a lender um, when you're looking to get a loan. But it really will um, depend by the lender as far as, uh, you know, what their credit score requirements are. And you can ask them um, directly to find out what they're looking for and um, see if you, you know, are in the ballpark of what they're looking at. Yeah, that's helpful. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's worth imagining these 
Um, and again, we've, we've all been there, but when you're, when you're in the tough spot, just to start to have a handle on what the path forward looks like, how do you help folks, you know, Jamal, back to that example, maybe you even gave with that, with that family, when, when they ask, oh, how long is this going to take to make an impact? Uh, how do we, how do you start to help members and others through the timeline conversation? What, what's, what am I looking at here? What's the road ahead for me? Well, I mean, and there's so many different ways to help members. I mean, everyone's situation is so different. Uh, if there are derogatory information reported on your credit report, those can be on your credit report for up to seven years. Uh, so there's no removing those at all, even though if you've, you've paid it off and it's at a zero balance, it will still stay on there. Uh, it's all a matter of, I would say, looking at your credit report as often as you can before uh, before thinking the worst. Sometimes it's not as bad as you think it will be. Uh, you might have some late payments here and there, but it's not gonna totally you know, derail your credit score. So that's important. Uh, another fact is, like I said, everyone is different. It's just, it's overall just educating yourself, I would say. It's just being aware, you know what bills you have, you know if you can make those bills on time. Uh, mortgage payments are huge. You never want to really be late on a mortgage payment because that can have a negative impact on your credit. So that's something that you always want to be on top of is making your mortgage payments on time each month and pretty much all your bills on time. Yeah, that's great. You're helping transition into this practical. So we've, you know, we're in a tough spot. We've embraced and accepted and gotten help in the tough spot. What are some practical ways to help begin to, you know, first phase, right, of like just stabilizing the situation, starting to so sort through and piece, you know, piece apart the what feels like an overwhelming mess? How do you start to, what are some practical ways to, okay, well, let's find solid ground here to start to begin the stabilization process um, before we even are thinking about rebuilding the credit, but stabilizing the situation, what are some ways that you, you encourage folks to jump in? Yeah, I'd say, you know, personal finance 101 is start that budget. Um, and, you know, take a look at the last couple months of what you've really been spending on, your money on. Because a lot of times, you know, when we go on those coffee trips, you know, coffee runs, um, that ends up being a lot more money at the end of the month than we ever really realize. So finding out where our money is actually going and creating a budget, um, a realistic budget, um, based on what you believe that you can, you know, um, kick back on and um, practice self-discipline from there. Yeah, there's there's this, you know, phrase that talks about discipline leads to freedom, <laughs> where sometimes we think the absence of the discipline or the budget or knowing, you know, kind of a financial term of knowing where your money's going um, is, you know, oh, it's just a, it's a coffee run here. It's lunch with friends here. It's happy hour here. It's yep. the, the trip to the store here. And, and not to, to your point, Anjana, not knowing the impact of what in whole all of those have made and maybe have, and again, no embarrassment or shame, but maybe it led to some of that mess and starting to understand where all that money is going is, is super, super practical. Uh, what else, Jamal? What would be maybe another way to help stabilize the situation? Well, I agree with what Anjana said. It's all about budgeting. If you don't set a budget, you don't know. You won't know how much of a budget leak you actually have each month. So tracking your spending for the first 30, for the first 30 days of any budget you're 
planning is, is crucial. Uh, another thing is just, if you find yourself in that tough situation, what can I do to get out of the situation? Ask for help. There's lots of tools that we can offer or your bank can offer. Uh, maybe a consolidation loan would be a, a great one to have. Something that, you know, you, if you have all your payments under one loan instead of having, you know, a credit card here, a personal loan there, an auto loan here, trying to consolidate uh, will be a, a great way to do it. And there's so many different uh, options out there nowadays that can help you consolidate loans. Uh, once you get that loan, consol- once if you do go, go that route and consolidate, I think you will see uh, somewhat of a relief in terms of I have this bill coming out this week or this one coming out the following week and I, I'm, you know, I'm in between paydays. So if you do do a consolidation loan, you can set that one payment to a day of the month that works best for your budget. And then you can save money that way as well. Most times, most consolidation loans actually help you save money. That's great. How about one more, Anjana? Is there any other practical ways to help stabilize the situation? Um, definitely, again, pay your bills on time. Um, and I'd say, like, um, any delinquent accounts that you might have, bring those current as well if you have those. Yeah. So if once we're once we're stable, we're, we've kind of accepted it, we're stable, we're, we're, we're practicing some self-discipline, we're bringing delinquent accounts current, we're back to paying bills on time, we prioritize, maybe consolidated some of the debt or the, or the payments. Um, we can move into this phase of, okay, cool, now we can start to rebuild the credit. Uh, what are ways that folks can then become more proactive, more strategic about, you know, if that to your to your number earlier, if 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 the credit score isn't that six hundred or above, how do they start to rebuild that credit score? I would say uh, just focusing on on the, the bills that you have at hand, trying the ones that are not reported in collections, trying to make sure you are staying on top of those, making arrangements with creditors that are reporting you in collections, trying to get those paid down. Sometimes. Uh, it can be as easy as making a phone call and, you know, actually coming up with a plan to either have them settle for half that is due or coming up with some kind of payment arrangement that will fit your budget. That's great. What else? Um, Well, there's specific products that are out there that can help people who are um, attempting, you know, starting to rebuild their credit. Uh, One such product would be like a secured loan. Um, You can get one of those um, to basically help you yourself rebuild credit or like a secured credit card as well can help you. Yeah, that's great. Uh, It's also related to our conversation last time about building credit, but the same principle probably here applies here too in terms of rebuilding. How about the concept of automating some of these payments, Jamal? Making setting automatic payments will be a good way to start to make sure you stay on track. You won't miss your payments that you put whatever payment emergency you have made you'll make sure that those payments are made on time each month and not have to worry about, oh, did I make my payment on time? Did I forget to make my payment? Stuff along those lines. And it will help you with your budget. You know you have that money in your account, that money is set aside for that payment. You're not going to touch it. Yeah, that's great. And then last one, Anjana, is there prob- there's probably a, a belief or a misconception of, oh, man, I got into this big mess. I should never ever touch credit again. I should only pay in cash, right? Like, what, what's uh, what? What are what would you counsel folks in that situation? Or how would you? Yes. So it's great if you can pay everything with cash, but it's actually not going to help you improve your situation. So um, I would say 
don't pay everything with cash um, and, you know, use use credit cards, things like that, um, as long as you can, as long as you, it's built within that budget that you've created um, to do responsibly. Folks, I'm sure, think a lot of times that it's too late, it's hopeless, I've made too big of a mess, I've had too many tough circumstances. What are some experiences or conversations that, that you've, you've had here that could encourage folks that, hey, it's not, it's not too late. <laughs> How do you handle some of those conversations, maybe at the branch level, Jamal? Well, yeah, it's all a matter of having those conversations, They're tough conversations to have most times, uh, letting them know that it's not too late. I mean, and we're here to help. That's the beauty of Community America. We're here to help our members find financial freedom. We're going to sit with you. We're going to educate you. We're going to give you the best advice possible. Uh, we have products that we can offer to help you get out of the situation you're in. And I would just, you know, come in, sit down, talk to one of us. That's great. You, Anjana, you, you and your team and, and the team here have built this super practical and helpful two-minute cheat sheet that if uh, folks have, have followed along in the conversation to this point can be a very practical resource as you all wind our conversation up here today with some practical advice for people who are trying to rebuild their credit. So I'd love for you guys to, to walk us through the five steps in, the, in this two-minute cheat sheet for winning a credit. So first. Sure. So the first step, um, as we've mentioned before, is just making sure you're paying everything on time and never miss a payment. That's great. That's great. And then how about number two, Jamal? Uh, keep your credit usage under 30%. So if your credit limit is $1,000, uh, $300 is where you want to be at. That's great. Um, number three. So avoid credit pitfalls. That Those are things like maxing out your credit cards or opening too many cards. Helpful. Number four. Be vigilant and uh, always check your credit report. Yeah, that's great. And then the last one. Pay your full balance, and that way you also avoid your monthly interest charges. That's awesome. Super helpful. And we'll, we'll link to this resource in the show notes. The, um, the, the, again, the conversation is a tougher one. It, it's, it's uh, again, but the reality for all of us, we've experienced hard things financially. And, and uh, maybe any closing comments or encouragement for people as they are thinking about rebuilding credit from each of you would be awesome. I would say, you know, don't be ashamed. Um, come in and get some help from someone at Community America. We're always, you know, our door is always open. And, you know, people like Jamal are um, knowledgeable and will get you, you know, on the way to um, helping you with your situation. Jamal, any closing comments? I would say it's, it's never too late to ask for help. Uh, when you're at end of your rope and you think there's nothing that can be done, uh, there's always ways that we can actually help you. So don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. We all need help from time to time. And this is just getting you back on your feet. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You guys have been wonderful again. Second time. So great. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
This podcast is brought to you by Community America Credit Union. This recording is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should not be viewed as personalized financial advice and is not a substitute for consultation with your financial representative. Any reference to third-party websites are provided for informational purposes only and are not endorsed by Community America. All loans are subject to approval and terms may vary. Please visit communityamerica.com to learn more about how we can assist you in achieving your financial peace of mind.